Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bianyash. Today I'm here with House Panther. Hello. Thank you for um, coming on. You can pull the mic closer. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just pull it. Just pull it. There you go. <laughs> oh my god, it moves. Okay. Yeah, it moves. Okay, this Perfect. makes it so much easier. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so I'm here with House Panther. Um, we are just hanging out after um, spending some, some serious bonding time mm-hmm. at uh, the January music meeting. Yes. Um, we are pre-recording this episode, um, but that's okay because um, we had yeah. time tonight, and I'm so th- so thank you for um, reaching out to me because fi- I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while. Well, thank uh, you for having yeah this having is gonna, me on. This is gonna be a fun. I think I think silly. Yes, I think we're hour. like really tired. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've <laughs> gone past my tipping point of having like too many coffees today. That it's just I feel terrible, and I have mm-hmm. really crazy coffee jitters so this could be interesting yeah and like i'm when i get tired i forget what i'm saying yeah through same and And that's like me on a normal day so this will just be like really (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah (laughs) so everyone listening uh be prepared for some silliness um i think it'll be fun though so uh to give a little bit of background um tell us about yourself sure um i'm bailey woods i um am playing in a project called House Panther that I started back in, I want to say like 2016, I kind of started getting some things together and then got a band together in like fall of 2017. So we've been playing live shows. Um, My friend Nick Mann has been like a a huge support system since the beginning. And then we've had like a bunch of other friends join as well to play live shows and everything. So it's been, it's been fun. 
and getting ready to release a split um, EP with uh, my friend Jory, who's from Montreal, used to live in Winnipeg. Um, Does he live in Montreal? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think recently, Is like that within the last a, year. a tour there? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it works out. It's, yeah, okay. Winnipeg to Montreal. Um, and he is going under the project name Wrecker. And so we thought it would be funny to release um, an EP called Home Wrecker, kind of combine the names there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, getting ready to release that on February 14th. Yes. So thank you for having me on to like talk about yeah that. no no and we're gonna release uh, or premiere some um some music yeah. from the ep so stay tuned for that we just heard the song 17 percent wine uh which you released a music video on february 8th or you, you will it. have re- released it by the time this interview comes out yeah and i've totally seen it <laughs> <laughs> i've seen everything so when we talk about it later i know exactly what you're talking about awesome um <laughs> <laughs> um but let's rewind even sure. before this upcoming release and everything. How did you get involved in music? Um, oh, my God. That was a good question. Um, I feel like back in, like, grade six, for whatever reason, that was when I, like, kind of wanted to um, start playing guitar. Because I played piano, and I was just really bored with it. Like, it was just like, wow, I'm learning, like, Christmas songs on Excuse me? piano. <laughs> like, I love piano, but I'm just so bad at it that I was, like, I only progressed like there's like chopsticks that like whatever that like the things that you goof around on piano and then I try to take it more seriously and I just like am really bad at reading music so that's about as far as I got with it. And I hear I was, that a lot with piano and yeah like, I don't know why it is but it's just I don't I mean I don't know why I stuck around with it. Yeah I just couldn't get like I appreciate people that like play it and that's that's awesome. I just couldn't get myself stoked about it and like I think it's mostly yeah. because I just suck at reading music (laughs) and so I I wanted to play guitar after that um and then not until like grade 12 was when like a group of my friends we all got together and like started jamming and stuff other than that it was just kind of like me writing so you had like six years of (laughs) yeah time you wouldn't be able to know it'd be like oh did you start playing last year (laughs) (laughs) so um during that those six years you were learning guitar Mm -hmm. and when did the writing start? I would say, like, in grade nine. I, like, had, like, really bad anxiety in, like, grade eight. And I think, um, and then in grade nine, I went into, because I was, like, from a small town. And then you go into high school. And then, like, a few other schools come in. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I wasn't in any classes with any of my friends in grade nine. I was, like, I think that's when I had my first panic attack and I was just like, oh my God, like I, that's when I really started to write because it was like an outlet for that. Okay. Um, and I would say I kind of like started writing around that point and then kind of tried to start taking it a little bit more seriously only in the last like four years, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then you joined Manto Music yeah. and all of that <laughs> magic, but um so you started writing songs that's kind of like a venting thing for anxiety. Totally. Yeah. Um, but when did that go from, okay, I have anxiety. Let's go perform this on stage. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it was, I think it was mostly like challenging myself to kind of like, like do that because I grew up as a pretty shy kid and like I hated being shy because I'm like, I feel like, like, you know, when you're around like people you're comfortable with, I'm like, I feel like I have lots to say, but yeah. like. Um, so it was kind of just like being frustrated with myself, I think, and just like, just 
friggin put yourself out there and stop mm-hmm. overthinking all the time and like just music has always been something I wanted to do and I guess that's just something that comes along with it so yeah mm-hmm. that was kind of yeah <laughs> it's funny because like you're talking to someone and you're like I'm, I'm using it as an example because mm-hmm. that's what I do. It's like, why am I doing this? Why am I why am I not more open? Why can't I just... And then with music, I, yeah. I, I become like this this confident... Right. I think like, it's just because... Personality. Like, you yeah. can like... It's not necessarily... Oh, God. I, I was going to say something, but it was just going to sound like super no, stonerish. Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, this might not even make sense, but I guess it's like maybe it's easier to do because it's not actually like you standing in front having to have like a conversation with somebody it's just like i've already pre-prepared yeah. these songs premeditated exactly yeah yeah and maybe that's what it is but mm-hmm. i don't know and maybe maybe house panther allows you to be this kind of like character that you never used to express before that maybe. Could, yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna this go is, with that yeah. i like that okay cool <laughs> Uh, you're welcome. Uh, my uh, fee. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, e-transfer you later. Um. Perfect. When what was your first performance then? As a, I guess, but did you start as solo or was it not no. until you were in that band? I would say like we had a coffee shop where I grew up. Where, like, I think. Where did you grow up? I, yeah, I don't know. How to keep referring. <laughs> to this, like, I grew up in Stonewall. So only like 30 minutes away. So okay. it's really not that cool to say, yeah, I'm not from here. It's like, well, you basically are. Yeah, but when you're younger, you're so isolated. From yeah, you, so exactly. Um, but yeah, no, we had a coffee shop growing up that like would have open mic nights. So I feel like maybe the first time I played was probably with my friend Brayland, who we probably just like play cover songs and stuff. And then in grade 12, uh, my friend Corey who's actually um, in this really awesome folk duo called Two Crows for Comfort. Oh, yeah. Um, he had, like, some songs he, like, had written. Or I, it was something anyways, like, we, they needed somebody to perform at, like, the grade 12 graduation. And I think it was, like, me, my friend Austin, Nick, who's in House Panther, Corey, and my friend Bray, we all got together and, like... Um, I, th- I don't know what song we covered, but we all probably don't listen to the song that we covered any I, what am I saying I don't know but anyways we performed <laughs> at grade 12 graduation and then after that we're like oh this is fun and then like so Corey had some songs and we kind of joined him for that and then I think I maybe brought one song to the table and then everyone kind of moved away or like went their separate ways and then I was in a band called uh Space Butt for a bit and same thing happened like kind of people moved away and like I love I loved playing in that band, and I'm like, whenever anyone's back in town, we usually try to get something together. But mm-hmm. um, I think I was trying to. I, I remember hearing about Space Butt, and I was like, I gotta get them on my show. I think if anyone's listened to the show, they're like, Yeah, you did say that, <laughs> but now, so now it's happened. Okay, bucket list. Awesome. Okay. Um, and then yeah, and then I went to college trying to like become an adult, and I dropped out, and then I started this project. I was like, Okay, I got some songs that I have and and um yeah started jamming with some friends and then it kind of came into what it is now awesome so what would you call this genre or this the sound right now I've been I'm like a pretty lazy person so I've been calling it like slacker rock because it's uh, like power poppy kind of Mm -hmm. stuff um but yeah that's that's what I've been okay calling it (laughs) nice and the from the beginning were you writing this kind of music or has it kind of I've progressed or what how did this you get to this where you are now I've definitely always been drawn to like a good pop song that has some edge to it you know like um 
Like a little rougher on the edges. Yeah, like, I don't know. So I I love just, like, catchy, hooky, um, melodic songs. Um, I was a huge Blink-182 fan growing up, and, like, I I listened to a lot of, like, Fiddler and and stuff like that. So it's, like, very, um, I would say, like, kind of poppy, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I I really like that kind of stuff. Okay, and... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I'm like a 14 year old boy in 2001. Yeah, I really love Blink 182. Yeah, and... you're all, you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, just kidding. I, I I mean I I'm so bad with names. I'm probably listening. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but when someone tells me like, you know this band, I'm like, probably. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, especially when those like those years when you're not if you're not like listening to music, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a what's on the radio. Exactly. Kind of thing, yeah. So. Um. So then you were in this band, and then you did House Panther. So then how did you meet up with Jory to do, uh, and then decide to do um, an, right. e- an EP, um, a split EP? I feel like Jory was part of, like, a promotional um, kind of, like, they were putting on shows. I think it was, like, Alex, George, and Jory uh, doing Yes Wave. So they were booking shows, and I think they booked us um, a Space Butt show one time. And then I think that's how I met Jory. And then it just so happened that, um, um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, that Rust Owl was releasing their EP around the same time that I was releasing my album. So um, Jory just reached out to me. And I think it originally started, it was like, oh, we should just all play a show together sometime. And then I think we got to talking and I was talking about releasing something. And it so happened it was going to be around the same time. So then we all just kind of decided to release together. And... Then I I don't know how we started talking about doing a split though I can't put my finger on it I think it was just something that kind of came up maybe in the summer that we just thought would be a fun idea and then yeah and then the more we started talking about it it's just easy to kind of like put some things together and yeah so then what does because as someone who doesn't really know much about splitting an EP let alone right. releasing a, a single EP <laughs> um what is what goes into that and what does that mean for you guys um well I know this is Jory's first stuff that he's releasing um like as recordings like I think he's done a few like acoustic sessions and stuff um but so I think basically it's just like it's two of my songs and two of his songs and then we collaborated on a song um and so I think yeah it's just kind of joining forces and releasing together to yeah kind of I don't know that didn't explain the question at all, did it? <laughs> no, but it's just, I mean, so yeah, you're, I guess you're, what does that... you've combined music and you even com- joined forces for a song. Right. Um, does that mean that you guys are in a, in a in a band together or is it just like, yeah, we write music together, but we're also separate entities. That... Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. I think it's like, I'm like, you know, got House Panther, he has Wrecker and then, so it's like two separate kind of things joining for this particular release. Okay. Yeah. After your show, you're good on February 14th at the 4th. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> a $10 <laughs> cover uh, with CL, Baseball Hero, Wrecker, and House Panther all there. Um, you're going to be going on tour. Yes. From Winnipeg to Montreal. You're doing 10 shows. Congratulations on that. That's oh, exciting. Thank you. Um, so you have a kind of like half of a set or half a lineup right. ready to go. Was that easier for planning tour i i like honestly i've only booked about two shows on 
on the upcoming tour. And I know Jory's like really good at booking shows. So he took on a lot of that portion of the planning as I sorry if that just like popped the mic. That's okay. (laughs) Gotta watch my my peas here. (laughs) But I like for me, it was I found it helped because it's like, okay, you already have two people on board for a show. And then usually like venues will maybe like bring in one or two more. So I, I feel like it's in my mind makes it a little easier um but yeah no I I haven't talked to Jory about what he found with that experience I'm not sure but for me I I thought it was easy to kind of come forward with Mm -hmm. half a lineup already on the go you know and do you think um this EP was like a I guess a good kind of merch tool to go for your tour or was it just kind of like Oh, releasing an album, let's do a tour. Like, was there, like, yeah. a plan behind that? I think, um, like, I I always stand kind of behind the idea that, like, I mean, I don't know much business-wise, but... Um, You're just, just a January music meeting. You know everything now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but I would say, yeah, it's it's it definitely makes it relevant to tour right away, you know, mm-hmm. like, when you're releasing something, because you immediately have something to kind of promote that's still relevant and instead of, like... Oh, here's something I like made two years ago, and you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like that immediate connection. Um, yeah, to to planning a tour makes it a little easier, mm-hmm. and and also when you're reaching out to um, venues and stuff, there's like reason behind more like playing a show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, and and what was the kind of purpose or? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, other than, like, it's a cool idea to, right. like, do a display, be like, what are you guys getting out of this? Um, well, I know, like, like, I just love playing music, so it's, like, kind of an opportunity to just, like, work on a project, um, and, like, for me, it's, yeah, it's been fun collaborating, too, and, like, um, I don't know, I would say the purpose is just, like, it's fun, you know, like, yeah. it's just, like, a re- another reason to, to make music and, like, um be with friends yeah exactly and like uh it was kind of cool too just like writing specifically for something because like instead of kind of just waiting for like a day where you feel like inspired to start writing like album number two or something it's like okay like here's this idea that we want to do and now it's time to like write specific songs for that you know where um it kind of just narrows down like the creative process or at least it did for me like it was like okay here's like a theme that we kind of want to go for right to that. Whereas um, I know my band and I are kind of like in talks of like creating like a a full like five song House Panther EP. And for me, like just like I've started writing a few things, but it's a little less like it's more just like throw something out there. Yeah. And and start writing and see what fits. But like for this, it was more specific in terms of like there was a theme we had, you know, a couple things like worked out so it was easier to kind of write yeah to that and and yeah and did did so did you go into the studio together to yeah record? so basically I think how it started was we were kind of I think Jory had to hound, hound me a lot to like get <laughs> on my part of like writing um so like I, I was probably not fun to work with in that part I'm so sorry um <laughs> but uh yeah no so we would like start by um kind of writing demos so it was like okay so I'm gonna do two songs you're gonna do two songs um so kind of like Jory would be like send me your demos when they're ready which he probably had to ask me like 10 times to do (laughs) um and then he sent me his and then 
it was like okay and then he ended up coming back to winnipeg in october um and liam duncan um has like a home studio there so we were able to from work, um the, the middle, middle coast, coast. yeah now he's doing his own solo thing totally just yeah liam yeah exactly yeah um have you seen his promo pictures are just like covered in like white yeah paint. i'm like i'm like excited to see what that i need to know what that sounds like yeah right i'm stoked yeah stoked for him mm-hmm. um sorry promo no. for liam but back yeah to no Panther. that's good um <laughs> yeah so he had a home studio and um i guess like i think jory and him had played in bands before that was my first time meeting liam um awesome guy and yeah he he recorded the songs that we had and it was like it the recording process was super easy and um not stressful at all like it all came together really easily it's more like the planning um of like tours and stuff that is like the stressful part mm-hmm. and i don't know what i'm doing so i'm probably like just like messaging jory all the time like what is what do they mean about this on factor <laughs> like it's just like i probably if i just like took a second to calm down and read the instructions it would be right there but right yeah instructions are so overlooked <laughs> yeah i i think i was talking to my i can't remember if it was like my dad or something but i was like asking quite like i don't know when i get stressed my brain just like turns off and like i'd be like what do they mean like put your name like do they want my name or do they want my band name like right just, just like the like, little thing yeah i'm like okay like just calm down Bailey. yeah <laughs> relax yeah no i'm the same way because I'll, I'll when i'm stressed i just look at a block of text and it's like i see it as a block i don't yeah, see it I'm as words like, this is so overwhelming right yeah no i get it uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the yeah the recording process like all went smoothly and like in the final kind of planning of of tour and like the marketing kind of stuff but that's like the that's what I find is like the tricky bit is like getting all the The touring logistics worked out after the fact yeah yeah I would like to talk more about touring um maybe after our little break uh also about um your songwriting process and the music video cool Uh, we have lots to talk about yeah so um we're gonna listen to the song passenger party was this one of your own this is Jory's actually yeah yeah, and when you're when they're when they're your songs, are you singing? And when jo- is there Jory songs? He's singing. Um, yeah. So my songs, uh, I'm singing, and then I do a bit of like really faint background vocals in this one, and then, um, and then he has another song. I don't. It's just him singing on it, and then there's like a, kind of a collaboration song as like well. A duet. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Which I would say like like he was the brains behind. I just added in lyrics kind of after the fact. So okay. total cred goes to goes to him on the final track. <laughs> Neat. Okay. So then we're going to listen to Jory's song. Good for you for putting one of his songs. That's nice of you. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, I think I messaged him today. I was like, what songs should we play? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, mine. I feel like I can't ever make a decision. So I'm yeah. so sorry, Jory, if you're listening. I'm the worst. <laughs> Maybe he but he seems like a very unnatural planner. So yeah, totally. You you, ha- you have like this if... energy and then he can just work off of that and plan. I everything. am very lucky to have him with me on this because like I am so bad at any sort of planning. Mm-hmm. So and when you're done this, he can be like your like manager or whatever. For <laughs> we were talking about, I was like, you're basically already are for free. I'm so sorry. Like I'm <laughs> the actual worst. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm sure he loves it. Uh, it's. I mean, if you were kind of like a jerk, I think it would be not as <laughs> fun. Like... But you're a nice person and enjoyable to be around. So well, that makes thank sense. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, here's my fee for a compliment. Yeah, yeah I need. <laughs> I need that ego boost. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna listen to Passenger Party. This is from um, Home Wrecker. You got it. EP, which is a split EP by House Panther and Wrecker, which will be released on February 14th at. Fourth uh, at eight p.m. Cover is probably ten dollars. I think so. <laughs> is that 
horrible that I don't know that. It's I, really a surprise. Yeah, so, I want to say that that yeah. sounds like a good number. Yeah, maybe bring a $20 bill just in case so you can get changed to buy a drink after. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. we go. Or, I like you know, that. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, the album, um, if it's there. Yeah. So. Oh, yes, it, I, it yeah. will be as as long as shipping goes good mm-hmm. no i'm kidding yep. it will be there <laughs> well, we're not we're not on a strike anymore too so you don't you can't use exactly. that as an excuse yeah so. exactly so right. it's i'll yeah. take full responsibility good. for that okay so then we have a cl cl opening yep uh which is french sky uh <laughs> baseball hero wrecker and house panther will be playing uh when we come back i'll be ta- continuing to talk to house panther about songwriting music video prep and more so stay tuned you're listening to the winnipeg music project on a 101.5 umfm and this is Passenger Party. One, two,
everyone. You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bienyash, your host. And today is an interview with House Panther. We've What's been that? We've been doing this <laughs> for like 30 minutes now. Uh, during the break, we we're having we we're just having fun talking, venting, mm-hmm. uh, planning future segments of the Winnipeg Music Project. So uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, if you weren't listening earlier, we were a little silly today. We were volunteering all day. And yesterday mm-hmm. at um, January Music Meeting that was run by Manitoba Music. Huge success, yes. I believe. I really enjoyed that. Learned a lot. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and, we, and there's free coffee, which I really, yes, really well, and tea took advantage me. of too much. Mm-hmm. I don't feel well right now. And, but. and the food. <laughs> yes, it was so good. It was like mm-hmm. the healthiest I've eaten so good. in like a year. They, oh, My mom would so be so happy. That. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, and you ate a carrot. This is amazing. There were falafels that were just so Oh my so god, amazing. yeah. And that spicy chipotle I didn't have vegan that. mayo. Oh my we, god. I was watching you eat it. So good. <laughs> I felt bad because I like I think I took the last of it. I was like scraping the bowl on like mm-hmm. the edges just to get like yeah. a little bit, but it was yeah. totally worth it. And I'm sorry it was, for eating that in it front of so you. It was so good. And they had like just like sliced avocado. Just mm-hmm. it was amazing. Yeah. It's it was great. Yeah. Like ah. So we're here. Before, <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about. Just yeah. food because it was really Avocado. good. <laughs> so props to um, Manitoba Music for uh, the, the um, delegate and volunteer food. Anyway, yes, that was awesome. Um, so House Panther is releasing an EP with Wrecker on February 14th at 4th. Uh, show starts at 8 p.m. and cover is probably ten dollars. Um, uh, the the album is called Home Wrecker. So it's a joke that you guys have. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. I, it was like, I love Panther, it. Wrecker, oh, Wrecker, oh on God. Valentine's Day. Yeah. So um, opening the show will be CL and Baseball Hero and both Wrecker and House Panther will be playing with their band. Yes. Yeah. yeah so I think it'll be like full band sets mm-hmm. for everyone that night. Where is the stage in fourth? It is. You know where like the stairs to downstairs oh, To the gallery? Are? Yes. Um. So it's like kind of right above, like there's kind of like an open space kind of there that they usually put on like put the drums and stuff set up yeah <laughs> i'm trying to imagine yeah. that and i'm because i know like when before i ever played a show there or like saw a show there i was like how yeah but it works yeah wow okay well that's good to know for possible i got mm-hmm. I, we, we did a grant writing workshop we as in i always say we when i talk about yeah. the Winnipeg project it's just me <laughs> but we held a, a grant writing workshop or uh, hangouts mm-hmm. at Fort. Nice. That's awesome. I love the layout and I love the yeah. food. Yeah. The avocado toast is. I've never, I've never tried the food actually. Um, well, I have the coffee and the and the beer. Okay. Probably oh, actually only the beer maybe. No, I've had the coffee. <laughs> that's a lie. Well, that's good. Um, it's a good place. Uh, it's a really great venue. Uh, super accessible location. Mm-hmm. So I recommend everyone come on down if you're not doing anything. Overly romantic on Valentine's yeah, Day. Come um, on out. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll do my. I I might be out of town. That's totally totally chill. I think I'm flying in that night. Yeah, back to Winnipeg. No, I don't know. No pressure. No pressure. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, before this um this project, you were responsible primarily, supposedly. We talked about uh, the music video that was released on February eighth for. Seventeen percent wine. Yeah, which was the opening song of this episode. Um, what is that song about? Is that your song? Yeah, that is my song. Um, that is like self-deprecation, and like I don't know. That one's mostly about just kind of pushing people away, or like just like just because you don't feel like you deserve good things, and like I don't know, just kind of 
I don't know, it's about kind of me relying on like stupid coping mechanisms too. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a depressing song, but it sounds sort of upbeat. I like to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, guys, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a happy beat behind yeah. it. This um, is life. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't worry, adults. mom. <laughs> yeah, we get that. I'm great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be like, I would say that's mostly about what it is, is just kind of like not thinking very highly of yourself. So like when anything good happens or if anybody good wants to be around you, I'm usually just like, what's the catch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kind of freak out and mm-hmm. push people away a lot. So, so 17% wine. That yep. is a lot about um, like... Mostly um, high content percent wine. Okay. And um, how it's always there for you. It is, which is not great. <laughs> but um, club soda is great when you want to drink, but you shouldn't. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I never really I don't drink. Yeah. And I never really was into wine. Yeah. Um. That sounds like it's a strong percentage, though. Is I that- think so. I don't know why I even decided to call it that. I like. Do you say it in the song? Or- no. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe I do. Yes, I do. Okay. I just okay. lied. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I think maybe, like, when I was maybe starting to write the, the um, like, instrumental for it, I may have recently bought wine that was like ah. I don't even think it was 17% though I think it was like 11% but I don't just don't think that I mean neither of them have a good ring 11% 17 like how do you even fit that into a lyric I don't know why I did that but mm-hmm. it worked yeah. though oh thank you and, and you're and you're happy because I, I I I've heard the music so I I get it um, <laughs> well thanks Ashley and I I um yeah I remember yeah, never mind. I was gonna go on a tangent, <laughs> but um, I think I just did too. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking music about, like, video. So yeah. you were responsible for kind of planning it. Um, well, I think it was less? actually it was probably again um Jory's idea because he's like a good, oh, so you good lied planner. To me. That's fine. Um, it was probably his idea that we should make music videos, and then um, and then I was like, okay, I'll try to try to come up with something. So I filmed it in my apartment. Um. I didn't even have a tripod, so I think it probably looked and ridiculous. Books. Yeah, it was like a shelf and then a bunch of books. And then it's mostly, um, it takes place in my washroom with my cat. Okay. <laughs> Which sounds really weird. I should not have worded it like that, but. I'm, um, I, I <laughs> wish that it was the future and I could see this, um, or would have seen this, but. I should, I'll send you a link. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> What was um, I look insane too? My hair is all orange and like, like, I don't know. So yeah. What was the um, the like message? <laughs> was it faithful to like the lyrical? Content, I would or? say yeah. There's a lot of like sulking in a bathtub and drinking wine in a bathtub, which is probably a lot of what I realistically do. It sounds like you just use this music video as an excuse to drink wine in a bathtub. Yeah, I, exactly. I was like, what's the easiest way to do this? And yeah. I was like, yeah, this this could work. Okay. and, and But actually, in the video, because I didn't have wine at the time, it's actually just club soda in a in a wine glass. Oh. <laughs> spoil- uh, see, Spoiler like, this, alert. This is what this show is about. Behind the scenes, important content, like... How the wine wasn't even just like at, wine. at time code two fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's definitely that was a sober night filming that for sure. Okay. 
Um, all right. I don't <laughs> know why, why I would mention that. But. Um, so, okay, let's, let's, I'm going to move on. <laughs> but I will include a uh, link to the video on the podcast post on www.winnipegmusicproject.com. So if you are listening to this podcast um, or if you went to the website to find this, you can see it there and you can watch the full video. Um, yeah, because it'll be up. <laughs> yeah. So what I really wanted to talk to you about your songwriting process so you started out writing music as kind of like a anxiety relief mm-hmm. kind of thing so the lyrics are very honest oh thank you um you're welcome <laughs> so what is your process with and the creative process when you're kind of just writing and then mm-hmm. once you get into the editing or is that all one thing um i would say like most of my process i used to always try to like wait for motivation to come but like I don't know as I get older that just starts happening less and less and is not really reliable just to rely on motivation anymore um so I've been trying to just like um kind of force myself to write and usually that consists of like just playing around with chords and different tunings and I usually try to hum a melody right as I start coming up with chords I don't know lyrics always come last for me I've never been much of a like poet that's like writing all the time you know um so that's always kind of a afterthought once I get like I always hum along to like oh what could work singing over this chord progression so it always starts with chording um and humming (laughs) um yeah I it's not sorry that's like not super it's a process though so you you kind of just feels it feels and you don't go into there with a message like, I want to sing a song about this. Not so much anymore. I feel like I've kind of, I, I used to do that, um, but I feel like I've, like, there's only so many ways I can talk about being depressed. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, um, try to just go into it. Like, I'm trying not to think so much anymore because um, it kind of stopped me from writing a lot. Whereas it's just like, okay, just don't even go into it thinking about a certain unless there's something like pressing happening in my life that I'm like I need some way to like get this out out, yeah yeah. but um thankfully actually right now there hasn't been too much um yeah too much going on like personally in my life right now um so I don't know mostly it's nowadays it's just like sitting down trying to write out some chords and then if there is something that I, like, kind of want to get off my chest, then it'll be, like, okay, I'll dive into, like, writing about this specific thing. But mm-hmm. um, not, there's not always going to be that specific thing necessarily. So it's just kind of starting something and, and then being, like, oh, I could write about this, you know. But I don't usually try to, like, box myself in like that and mm-hmm. think of a specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're choosing your, like, your kind of your lyrics I mm-hmm. guess because uh, you do have these like these overarching themes of anxiety and, th- and depression but um, when you're writing the lyrics where do you pull inspiration from like wh- do you focus more on creating like a narrative for some- someone to follow along or is right. it more just like this is what I feel this is what I feel yeah um, I like to talk about all the like, kind of um, or like mostly focus in on like either like shameful or like embarrassing or like shitty things that are going on in, in my life um and try to like because those are the things that are like harder to talk about right on like a kind of 
person to person basis. So, so those then are, singing about them. singing about it for whatever reason is easier because you can kind of like word it in ways that maybe aren't like specifically um, like saying it, you know, but it's like saying it without saying it sometimes mm-hmm. or like get like kind of um, giving a feeling of that feeling through the god what am i saying <laughs> like like certain like moods i guess of songs can reflect can say something yeah. without i don't know if that makes sense but <sighs> i'm sorry i i'm lost I, I don't know what i just said i, I kind of get what you're saying but then i also I don't dropped think my I, pen don't worry i don't think i get what i'm saying <laughs> i warn people this would be silly and i i kind of don't even want to edit this out <laughs> So, uh, I'm appreciating this. Let's just move on. Okay. Yeah, so, good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, no, I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh god. This is fun though. I'm enjoying this. this. I great. appreciate having some giggles with you. <laughs> Ditto. Okay. So, what are some advice that you have for some musicians who maybe not necessarily are dealing with what you're dealing, but who want to be a songwriter or sure. um, a performing serious musician. Yeah. Um, I would say kind of like go into it kind of knowing what you want to get out of it because I kind of went into it just being like, oh, I just want to write and like and write these songs. But then there becomes like an aspect of like performing and like and then, you know, like scheduling how much you want to like kind of deciding how much work you really want to put into it because mm-hmm. like I definitely all kind of caught me off guard in terms of like I was just like this is something I want to do for fun and then you know you're like I'll apply for festivals for fun and then you get into one you're like oh god this is so much work like Mm -hmm. um so I would just say like go into it knowing that it could be a fun thing but it it is also like a shit ton of work and I'm so sorry for swearing it's okay um and it's something that like no one is going to like like it's something you're choosing to do every day so it's like you have to want to do it, I yes. guess, because no, you're not. It, I mean, other than our parents, you know, it's like, oh, you're doing great. They're like, you know, your friends is like, that's awesome. But like, at the end of the day, it's like something that it's a job. It is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, like, yeah. After a certain point, yeah, it becomes like stressful. But it's a good, like, it's a good stressful. It's but exciting it's exciting sometimes. Yeah, but a, a lot of the time, it's like it. It was a lot more work than I anticipated, and I was not prepared for it I guess so I guess just knowing what you want to get out of it and and like just remind yourself it's okay to have fun with it yeah um I think that's really great advice because a lot of people are like yeah just do it just do it just yeah. do it and although that is it's great like, totally just do it but just know what you want out of it and, and yeah. what you're gonna do if things get stressful because I had no idea mm-hmm. and and uh yeah and just like uh, reading about like gaining as much information about um the music business as you can because I I have no clue like I'm all learning it now as kind of things pop up Mm -hmm. and it's like stuff I wish I would have kind of educated myself on because it's like kind of stressful mapping that out when you're already in it but I mean I I guess it's one of those things you're going to learn as you go anyways but yeah the more you can kind of prepare yourself for it mm-hmm. the less I feel like stressed out you'll be yeah the probably funner you'll be to be around like I know when I get stressed out I'm just friggin awful like so like I would just like to learn how to 
to be a better person when I'm stressed out <laughs> and like know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. And I, I really do think that that is some really great advice because people just don't know. And and a lot of people stumble into music. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, maybe I could actually do this. And mm-hmm. then they don't realize like there's like this whole. Like that's what kind of happened with me. is like, oh, this would be kind of fun. Like I went to college and I have this proposal that I wanted to do to make an album. And then I dropped out of college and I was like, I'm going to do it anyways just for fun. And then you're like, okay, this is great. But like, yeah, now you spent so much money, you know, getting an album out and stuff. It's like, may as well apply for some festivals. And then like it, like you get like kind of, I got in over my head. Like I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, and so, yeah, just kind of educate yourself, educating yourself and then like finding a solid crew um, of people that are wanting to, to like help you out and, and learn with you. And, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I love it. That's wonderful. Uh, and, and going to things like January music meeting or mm-hmm. Matt like, honestly, music yeah, I wish I'd been workshops. going, I wish I'd been going for like the last few years. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's stuff that's all relevant. Even if you're not even at a business level or you don't even want to be at a business level that, yeah, yeah. it's something to prepare that eventually, for. Eventually, if you want to keep doing music, it's something that you probably want to look into. Cause then it's like, you're not always having to self fund and stuff, exactly. which is stressful. Yeah. And the more you can kind of learn about ways to do it mm-hmm. and you're in a in a building or room with people who are all wanting the same thing mm-hmm. musicians like-minded people yeah. who care about the industry who care about you and then you get to make all these friends who maybe down the line you can tour with exactly. or do a show with or they can record your music for you so it's almost frightening how much how key networking is mm-hmm. in the industry as someone who is very introverted believe it or not and I have this. No, I am like too. Yeah, yeah I have to like just, force myself every day. Right? Like, okay, let's talk to at least one person. That's <laughs> not your cat. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because, and it's, and then you see how other people get opportunities. Like, oh, it's because they knew people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously, talent come and, and totally. hard work comes into play. But a it's lot of you're opportunities. Like, you want it, and you want to go out there and see and connect with people. I think it's like just making genuine, not just going to things just to be like I need to know this person but going because you want to get to know them and want to yeah. get to know that information and and um and like putting yourself out there constantly but also you know trying to help other people out too I think it's like a huge thing about music as well as not just showing up to see what you people can, get can out do for it. you but like to to be like okay well what can I do for other, other people, people as well and yeah, yeah. and it's um kind of what wouldn't pick music community is all about is just helping each other yeah exactly people are always so surprised when they come here and they're like wow there's just like this huge network of Mm -hmm. bands that like bleed into each other and it's it's really it really is like when i when i the more i learn about the winnipeg community the more i'm so happy i started my radio show yeah exactly (laughs) podcast here no i'm really i'm really happy to like kind of start off like taking music seriously in winnipeg because i feel like there's a lot of like specific resources that might yeah. be like a little bit harder to navigate maybe in, in bigger cities i don't i'm just talking purely out of no knowledge at all but yeah right that's my experience is it's been there's always somebody that will talk to you about whatever you're confused about mm-hmm. and actually genuinely wants to so help you yeah willing to help yeah and are so friendly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And i always thought that winnipeg was like a, a, a fairly large city and then i went to toronto and they're like where's winnipeg <laughs> my mind was blown I, yeah. I feel like that, oh, that, 
that bother you? That bothers me yeah, a bit. It's like, I, where is Winnipeg? Come on, you're I in know, Canada. Right? Like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, is that east? And I'm like, it's like, ah, at this point, God. goodbye. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, what am I? All this hard work. It's like, okay, <laughs> Toronto. Like, thanks, guys. Yeah. But, but it is Toronto, though. Like, yeah. A little center of the world mindset. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I love I've Toronto. I've still have never been. I've been to the airport. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went there for work a couple months ago, and it was it was great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh. TN Tower is neat. Nice. Mm-hmm. I saw a huge billboard with Drake on it. Oh, yes, so. of course, of course. <laughs> okay, anyway, this is the Winnipeg Music Project. <laughs> okay, so don't forget. <laughs> running running through the six. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have to start wrapping up, unfortunately. Uh, thank you so much for thank you for having coming me. on over to the station with me and chatting. Thank you so much, Ashley. This was long, awesome. Yeah, this is good. I, if you ever want to come back, um, just hit me up. Maybe we can collaborate. That'd yeah, be fun. that would be awesome. Let's I'm always it. down for that. Cool. Awesome. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> um, so where can people find you and support you on the interweb? Um, good question. I mostly, like, I have all my links and stuff, too. I don't have a website, but I have a Manitoba <laughs> music kind of profile uh, yeah. that has all my links on it. Um, and then I would say, like, my main kind of thing would be housepanther.bandcamp.com. Um, and then instagram which is mostly me just posting about irrelevant things like a lot of memes like your cat yeah yeah it's it's like i need to really get focused but um but who doesn't love memes right i mean like right? i mean there are people who don't but yeah, it was... do you want them to be on your feed <laughs> and then i i kind of post on the house panther facebook page um, no, you, no, she does post. Go, yeah, go like I try. Her. Oh, thank you. Like her on Facebook. Don't worry. And every nugget of little post will be a fun, yeah, bubbly surprise. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I try. I don't know. And then I know uh, Jory's stuff is also. I think he has a band camp up now. Um, and then you can find him on Facebook as well. And he has an Instagram account. And so I think we'll be kind of promoting the EP through both of our own individual accounts so yeah. yeah check that out okay and i will include links to i'll include links to record too so you can find cool. their social media their band camps and anywhere that you can support them and their music um we're going to close off the show with learning the rules and who wrote this one jory wrote this one and then i added in like some slight keys and a second verse keys is in like all the piano that you yeah, there's like really light have. piano. In okay. It. Yeah, all my, my years piano light. of learning the piano. Yeah, this is the <laughs> it moment. It all came down yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. This thank has you. been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. Um, Me too. So, everyone who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bianas, House Panther. They are doing an, our House Panther is doing a split EP release with Wrecker uh, called Home Wrecker on February 14th at 4th Cafe. I, I don't think I tossed the cafe in. No, I think yeah. it's just 4th. It's on McDermott. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You um, got it. Show starts at 8 p.m. Possibly $10 cover. <laughs> um, we got I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> CL, Baseball Hero, Wrecker, and House Panther will all be playing. Um, so, this is the premiere of Learning the Rules. Yeah. Awesome. All right.
Something 